0: Hello, welcome to the Hypno-Travelers on the Magical Psyche Highway podcast. That's right. Your host and tour guide is Scott Privet, a healer, hypnotist, and a magician. And your bus driver, Jason Gobelli, also a hypnotist, an entrepreneur, and a spiritual guide. Trip with us on the Inner Revelation bus. That's right. One quick disclaimer, neither Jason, Scott, or any of our guests here today or licensed professional psychologist or psychiatrist. So please don't make any changes to any medication or treatments that you are currently on, based on the conversation that you hear here today. Just hop on the bus and enjoy the ride. Give us a like, love, or comment, and remember to share your experience with others, because there is always room for more in this bus. That's right.
1: Wow, here we are again, back on the Hypno-Travelers in the Magical Psyche Highway, and today we got a special guest. We got Raj. Raj, I've been looking forward to this for a while. It's going to be a oh, lot nice. of fun. Yeah, we're looking forward to get to know you. So first, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? how did you get into this, and, and what do you know about alternative healing?
2: Oh, let's see. Um, So my dad, who's now 94, first started his adult career as a some sort of, not naturopath, homeopath, something. He was like 21 years old in India. And then oh, so he wow. had some revelation he needed to get a degree. He ended up being a mathematician. And then when he retired about 30 years ago, he went back to wellness. So he's written books about wellness, but self-published, right? And so I've uh, he taught me yoga, maybe, I must have been like 10. Uh, so we're talking like 70, 71, era 72. And I taught some of that to my brother, I guess. But um, so I've been doing yoga and meditation and all that stuff for since the 70s. Uh, I watched Star Wars, and uh, like I, we were actually in California. My father had a sabbatical at Berkeley, and uh, we were here for a year. Uh, he wasn't teaching or anything. But um, when the movie came out, I lined up, or I was going to line up around the Berkeley theater, and it was five blocks long. Line up, right? So he said, no way, I'm not waiting for you. So we went back to Canada at the end of the year and I watched the very first movie I've ever seen in a commercial theater and it was Star Wars. And then as soon as I finished watching it, I went and found this book by Patanjali, who was a sage, Indian sage, called Yoga Sutras, uh, Patanjali, Yoga Sutras of Patanjali. Um, and in there, somewhere in that very short book, uh, there's a section about Powers. Um, We call it Siddha, Siddha Yoga, S I D D H A. Uh, Lucas called it Jedi. And I have been practicing this ever since. I spent 20 years manifesting powers. There's 36 powers. And this is only part of it. So everything else kind of fell from there. But even before that, I was using tapping uh, to get rid of stutter. Um, I used Silva method to learn. Uh, a whole bunch of languages, like 22 or more languages, just at least to recognize them by ear. I used NLP in 79 to 83 to get rid of 20 of 21 phobias. So all of that, it's it kind of falls from there. Um, let's see, my maternal grandfather was such a revered doctor in India, in rural India. So like, um, let's see, my mother's the second oldest of his kids. Let's say late fifties or early, uh, yeah, late nineteen fifties. Uh, my grandfather would go to uh, a small city, work in the hospital all day, get on his bike, and then uh, ride his bicycle to villages to give his services for free. And uh, my brother told me this story a few years ago. He said one day my our grandfather's driving or riding his bicycle. And all of a sudden, like on a dirt road in rural India uh, in the late 50s or so, somebody comes, uh, the bus comes up behind him. You hear the, the doors opening hydraulics. And this arms, these arms reach out, grab him and his bicycle, and haul him into the bus. And um, he's wondering what the heck's going on. And this guy points down the road, and at the edge of the forest is a tiger waiting for my grandfather. And this is just a one-time incident. Sorry, it's not a one-time incident. He's had to brave bears and snakes and stuff. And so he gave of his time and villagers without any money would, um, uh, they would pay him with whatever they could, eggs, chickens. Um, and then many, many years later, like when I must have been about 25, I, I received 13 marriage proposals because I'm his oldest grandson. So he was a very revered doctor. So I had a, um, I had a heart to heart with myself and uh, more recently, I just reached a covenant with the great architect to spend the rest of my life guiding people to happiness. Um, so kind of also as a counteraction to what I went through, but the health aspects, my interest in alternative medicines has been around for a long time. My other, my, my, Uh, Let's see, how do I... uh, So, same maternal grandfather. uh, When he got married, uh, his wife... So, my maternal grandmother, his wife's father owned an apothecary in a small uh, village in India. uh, And he took over it as the... uh, I guess the groom or whatever, son-in-law. And then his son inherited it. And so, there's been different medicines, different practices in our family for quite a long time. Um, so, you know, that's just part of it. Um, so I've always had the interest and I've kind of picked up different modalities. I don't know. I kind of went all over the place there.
1: Well, no, we're just glad we dragged you onto our bus today. And, and
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: now, that we sure. you, now that we got for you, sure. a
2: couple
1: of things we want to know, Scott, were you going to say something? I was going to ask Raj, what what
3: types of healing does he do for people?
2: Um, so what are some of the common things that somebody would come to see you? Uh, most recently, Emotion Code Energy Work, which is built on uh, muscle testing and um, Chinese energy medicine. Um, uh, it uses, uh, I can describe that more later, but it, the premise is that if we uh, suffer some event whether it's a small thing like somebody insults us or whether it's a big trauma uh if the emotion gets trapped then from chinese medicine the trapped emotion will cause negative energy in the body and that builds up and we get sick or we have change in mindset or we can't manifest things that we want in our life like career wealth whatever so that's my most recent but i've added that to hypnosis nlp qigong chakra balancing um reiki i'm a health, uh, level three reiki master um i've been doing some sort of energy work for as maybe at least 30 years um i had a, a girlfriend i guess in canada maybe 30 plus years ago who used to volunteer at a um retirement home in toronto canada and she was uh she was my student for a while, but after that, you know, we dated for a brief moment, and she taught me some energy work. And so uh, if you've ever heard of Wim Hof and his Iceman Challenge, you know that he can raise his body temperature, and he takes a lot of that from Buddhist monks. Well, so what she taught me, I use that. when uh, I use it in a really weird way. Like um, in Toronto, in my party days, uh, my party boy days, mid-20s to late-20s, I I'd. Uh, I lived not so far from my favorite uh, uh, bar, not uh, club, nightclub. And um, I'd go without a jacket because it was a nuisance to check in. So I'd be standing out in the line in December and everybody would be shivering, even with jackets. I'd just be standing there, sleeves rolled up and just waiting to get in. And it's like, uh, I didn't think about it, but I just used the similar technique to raise my body temperature. I'd start by, you know, just giving myself some energy and then go from there. So I've been using a lot of these practices in different ways.
1: So do you think, do you think a lot of this energy and a lot of this knowledge and a lot of this stuff that you come, that's led you on the direction that you're going, do you think a lot of that has come just based on the fact that you grew up in India and you're around all those spiritual people in India, where you were and where you lived?
2: Actually, I didn't grow up in India. Uh, my mother and I left. When I was uh, about four and a half, we moved. To, we went to Toronto. My father was there. Um, he studied briefly in Ohio and then went to Toronto. And uh, we, I didn't see him like after. Like I, he left when I was six months old to the United States. So I didn't see him until I was almost five. Um, so uh, um, I didn't. I didn't. I did most of my growing up in Canada, a little bit in the states. So, uh, but there's. The, I, I'm um, I don't know if you know the caste system in India. I'm a Brahmin, which is a priest caste. So our traditional duties are to educate or to be a priest. And um, the they, Brahmins don't tend to be doctors as often as say some other of the other castes. but my father put into me the the importance of good health. Um, I think he said to me, for example, uh, the only reason he thinks that he's probably lived to 94 despite his parents passing away when he was quite young was that he's never eaten any processed food ever and he's always eaten whole food and uh, despite that he smoked and drank like crazy when he was younger especially drank and uh he's had cataracts and other stuff but he's still alive and uh you know i mean a 94 year health declines but uh so he he instilled in me uh good health and my brother and I, we used to work out. Um, we're into, uh, uh, if not sports so much, more like, say, uh, health-related aspects of exercise, yoga, uh, martial arts, uh, that sort of thing. So it's been uh, impressed upon us very early that it's important to maintain our health. Now, that doesn't mean that I did. I did get sick for a long time. Um, and in the wake of that, I lost two careers. And thought you know long and hard, and said, "What the hell am I going to do?" And I then I realized I think my brother might have pointed that out. He helps trigger a lot of my revelations uh, that I've been actually coaching for 40 years since college um, because uh, like I I was a computer scientist, and uh, that my the small university that I went to in my hometown in Canada didn't have a master's program, and so they needed a uh, uh, assistants, um, what do they call them? Um, there's, not I forgot what they're called, but like, they're oh, teaching assistants. So I lucked out and got uh, a gig as a teaching assistant while I was undergrad. And um, a lot of students that were not computer science students would come to me and say, I need help. I don't understand this. This is like, we're talking 1985 to 19." Uh, 1984 to 1986 and people didn't understand computers there was no personal computers so they'd come for help they'd be in the sciences smart people but didn't understand so then they'd get comfortable that people always felt that they could talk to me so they'd start saying yeah you know my i'm having a lot of trouble with the rest of the courses so we'd talk Uh, or my boyfriend this or my girlfriend that and from there like i've been coaching informally for Roughly forty years, so I I realized that maybe that's what I can do. Uh, it suits me, suits my personality, and so I just started adding more modalities. Um, MMHA, like I, you know, we're all storm riders. Uh, that was probably one of the very first ones. I I haven't written the actual exam because I've got memory issues. i worried about it, but I finished the program almost two years ago, and I've been applying it in adding other stuff but what I'm finding is that uh, with hypnosis and NLP sometimes there's other resistance So you can use ego states you know the, I don't know if you've discussed that in your podcast before but um, the I find that marrying ego states work with emotion codes for example is very effective so the emotion code gets rid of the negative energy it releases the trapped emotions gets rid of the negative energy and then I can use something like ego states if they're still resistant or I can use mindscaping if they want to say, okay, where do I go from here? We release this negative energy, but I don't know what to do with my life or something. You know.
1: So it I, sounds like you got a whole bag of tools that you got carrying on you. And you kind of mix them together kind of eclectically, you know, maybe just the way the spirit moves you that day.
2: It depends on the person. I try to customize it for them. So some people really like uh, the motion called by itself. And others, like my love streaming, NLP sort of thing, where we imagine that the infinite source is sending these clusters of uh, heart icons with plus sign in. And as they enter the, the top of your head into the crown chakra, some of the icons, the heart icons turn into liquid energy. Some of them stay. Some of them might turn into something else. So let's say you're an entrepreneur or you a hypnotist or some other healer, uh, you, you can convert in your mind those little heart icons and just say dollar signs or an icon of a client with a plus sign so your ideal client so i use that nlp uh aspect uh with the heart healing pose and this energy shield to shield yourself from negative stuff and then incorporate in with the emotion code if somebody wants it i, I don't you know I, I use what they feel comfortable I explain what the options are and then go from there All
1: right well since that you work with different individuals in different ways, you'd probably have to uh, dig into your whole bag of tricks for somebody as off center as me and Scott. You know, it might take a little bit of extra work on that, <laughs> huh, Scott?
3: <laughs> You're gonna need more than a bag of
2: tricks for us. You never know. I'd be surprised. Um, the effectiveness of uh, just the right tools. Um, what are your favorites, and like what what protocols do you guys like?
3: That's why kind of the podcast is helping us understand what's coming up, what do we look forward to, and how the different people can help, um, how people help other people in in the different ways that they do. Right, right.
1: And my direction is, is I'm a big intuition guy. I believe that as long as God's in the center, I can't fuck it up. So I just go for it. And whatever goes my way, whatever feels right, I just trust it. I find out that uh, as long as I'm trusting uh, the supreme being, then uh, I'm out of control and everything seems to be cool because, in all essence, I'm not the one with the healing power anyway. It's the person that I'm talking to and it's the universe that heals us all. All I'm doing is absolutely all I'm doing here is driving the bus there, Raj.
2: (laughs) Exactly, exactly. That's why I call myself a guide instead of a healer.
1: Yes, but we are healers.
2: That's very cool, we're we're facilitating.
1: Yes, and, and, Sorry,
2: Scott. And, and, and
3: facilitating the healing anyway, regardless, because you're not the one that's actually laying the hands on healing that person. You're a facilitator, so you're, exactly, I understand that.
1: Yes, yes I, I like I, that,
3: I like that that term guide.
1: And, and I also agree with that, but I'll, I'll take it to a little level, just not to disagree, but just to throw it a little bit out here. I also believe that we're bearers of light, and we have a light inside us, and that light yeah. shines on, so that light can yeah. help. Heal. So it is a healing energy that we carry with us because it carries from without. So it's without and within. And even though we're on the line right now and we're all touched, but emotions and vibrations, elect well, whatever, they go through the internet. And what you say can touch me and what you say can touch God. But not only that, it can touch all those other viewers on the bus as well.
2: So. Sure. Actually, if you put it that way, then yeah, I can see. So like I'm a Reiki healer. And I pass on energy, although that energy is coming from infinite source, from the uh, you know from the great architect or however you want to call infinite source. So uh, in that sense, it's kind of uh, if you're doing Reiki, you're kind of both healing and facilitating, whereas with a lot of the other protocols, you're just facilitating. So yeah, we're we're kind of in that in between state.
1: So that said, so let's let's take Reiki for a minute as an example. So isn't that kind of like if we took a glass, a lens and put it in front of the sun and magnified it to a certain point. So the sun is the energy, but aren't we in fact taking the lens and magnifying it and putting it to the point where it needs to be pointed to create that healing.
2: Yeah. Excellent metaphor. Yes.
1: Yeah, There we go. Yeah. That's right. So I guess that lens is another tool in the bag, right?
2: Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And we all have these uh, abilities, uh, even like the, 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 now I, we're not supposed to use the the word the J word because of co- um, trademark stuff, but I call it um, J eight digit eight I, Jet I, uh, just to avoid it in print uh, the issue. But these powers are available to all of us. There's multiple ways to get that, but I find that these help in a lot of ways. Uh, in we were in that one session where I was talking about skills such as micro-expressions, understanding uh, that as a coach, as a hypnotist, very valuable skill to have. Um, there's like, So it's not all just um, uh, uh, the guide and stuff. Uh, even things like personality science. Um, I'm doing certifications in personality science because how I say maybe Scott is one particular personality type and you're another, then um, what I offer to you Makes a difference. Like my own experience with other storm riders, is that a certain personality type in the Myers-Briggs type will kind of poo-poo certain ideas, and others will openly accept it. Right. So I might not even bring up. I have this in my toolbox. I won't even mention to some people if I know their personality type. So, like, I'll be very careful what I'll say. This is in my toolbox. What do you think?
1: Oh, I think so, that's real interesting because sometimes you might need to use that magnifying glass and sometimes you may need to use a wrench and other people, they just need a hammer upside the head.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully not too (laughs) many.
1: You know, uh, so, uh, you know, to each their own. We need to get to what we need to get in order to solve what we solve. I'm a big uh, results type of guy. It doesn't matter what happens as long as we get the results that we're looking for. And there may be more than one way to get to those results. Yep. Definitely how do you, part.
3: Raj, um, how do you get new patients or clients or what, What? how would you even refer to them?
2: So, um, uh, let's see, I, I say clients, I guess, Uh, But when I'm referring to them to, say, um, a colleague, like hypnotist colleague, I might say subject. Um, So I just started the business as far as uh, officially goes. Uh, I I was waiting for the emotion code certification. Um, That's what I'm actually working on right now. I'm using social media. I've got Black Friday deals. But sometimes it's hard to give stuff away, especially if there's a lot of free sessions. So uh, with hypnotism, uh, I I haven't yet had a paid client, uh, but I haven't tried that hard. With emotion code, I've been posting on social media almost daily. And I had some leads, but then people, you know, their money issues um, or time issues, there's always something. So I haven't quite gotten to the paid clients yet. Um, I think you're going to
3: have to ride your bike all to these clients' house and they're going to have to pay you in chickens. <laughs> right,
2: right. <laughs> Right. Oh, well, oh, some people I did say. swap. Actually, one of my clients uh, sent me—I don't have it in front of me—but she's because uh, blue is the color of the throat chakra, and she and I share uh, imbalance in the throat chakra. She sent me a bottle of Wyman's wild blueberry juice. Actually, she sent oh, wow. several uh, bottles of it, and she nice. also sent me—I uh, don't know if you can see this on. Let's see if I can reach this. He disappeared. Oh uh, yeah, wow. uh, that's how my background works sometimes. She sent me, uh, this, uh, you read, oh, is it backwards? It says organic Egyptian Lotus flower of intuition. This is sleep. This is sleep tea using Egyptian Lotus and it's blue. So it also helps the throat. So it helps sleep and it helps the throat. So she's also sent me this. So, um, the, like, you know, I've got, um, I've got very, some very thoughtful clients that have done that and, um, You know, I've got uh, most of my clients right now are from the Discover Healing Group where I got the emotion code certification. And so they were volunteers. So they were free. We can't charge while we're certifying. And uh, I've said to them, you know, uh, until the end of December, because you helped me, I'll still give you free sessions for now. So
1: So we got the emotion code and we got the hypnosis and all this stuff, which is relatively new to you, but you've been doing Reiki for quite a while. So you've been getting clients and you've been helping healing people for quite a while. It's just
2: now with different tools. Right, exactly. Like I've been coaching, like I say, almost 40 years. Um, I've had some of the students call me up 15 years later and say, Hey, you know, the goal you helped me achieve. I got it and, and, you know, so I, I do have that um, and I've shown people i pa- kind of paid it forwards with the energy like how you can warm up your body a bit what uh, different approaches you can use and uh, uh, let's see um, with uh, Qigong uh, it's maybe the last ten years but anyone who's interested and in, say you know I'm tired uh, I don't get enough sleep. Um, I've been doing like, I've been researching insomnia for decades because I, I had 45 years of it. Now we have a, a storm rider that we probably all know um, who uh, did the first round. I did a bit of self-hypnosis two years ago. Then he did hypnosis on me and that got the ball rolling. And I I'm almost hundred percent free of insomnia problems, but I'm one of those people that would rather read or, uh, learn, uh, watch videos, then sleep. Like if I didn't have to sleep ever in my life, I wouldn't sleep. So aside from that though, um, he helped me get the ball rolling and I've added a few different methods to get rid of that insomnia. But uh, uh, before that, uh, you know, if I'd say, okay, if you're not getting enough sleep, you can look look at some YouTube videos on Chagun uh, activating, beginner activation of energy. And you can use a lot of that and give yourself the energy. Um, a few weeks ago, maybe about a month or two ago, I, for reasons I won't get into, I was only getting three to four hours of sleep for about a week or two. And when I do my Qigong practice, about 20 minutes, um, and do some, a bit of physical exercise as well, I felt like I had eight hours of sleep. And I only sleep six hours at the most, six, six and a half. So the, you, everybody has this ability. The problem is that there's a lot of indoctrination against this kind of stuff, and there are uh, certain sub branches of of large religions that tell you don't do this. It's a tool of the devil, and it's unfortunate because the the great architect gave us all this these abilities. So you know, so uh, we all have this, and so anyone who's willing to listen, I share.
1: Yes, yes. I've heard some of the great minds have only slept three or four hours a night. So, you know, it's it's, uh, I I think what matters is the quality and not the quantity. And, and, uh, you know, so so, you know, there's different ways to look at things like this. And and uh, when we look at it as talking as a toolbox and I know that you're kind of involving, like you said, you were involving and picking up new and new tools. But in all essence, that light's been shining for a lot of years. I mean, from what I understood and from what I heard, it's been China since you've been a little kid.
2: Yeah, um, actually. So, uh, I, when I, there's a photo, there's a couple of photos of them. So, when I was three, um, we were still my mom and I were still in the village. My father had already gone to the United States. Uh, he wasn't even in Canada yet; he's still in Ohio. Uh, I think he was doing his master's or something. Um, I remember that a photographer came to the village, and I guess, I don't know if he was commissioned or whatever, but he it was a rarity for him to be in the village. And so he was going to take a photograph of myself and this little girl, she was about a year old, and I remember he directed me to stand beside her in the chair. I was so worried about her falling out of the chair that I just sort of casually put my arm around the back of the chair so that if she fell, I could stop her. She, I was only three. And... Um, <laughs> I think uh, that I got that kind of mentality, I believe from my mother's uh, father. Um, he was, you know, he was like that. He, he was a very caring person. And I grew up around women, uh, my mother, her sisters, uh, aunts, great grandmothers. Um, so uh, it's kind of in part of me. Um, when I was seven in Canada, I sat on Santa's lap. He said, what do you want for Christmas? I said, I want world peace. So mm-hmm. it's like, <laughs> Some, somewhere you know it's kind of been there for a while
1: well i think this whole podcast and our whole bus we're driving and it's lot li- it's got heavy focus on spirituality and, and and healing others and uh scott brought up earlier that he's kind of new with the hypnosis thing but scott as well he's been a healer for years scott was in the military and scott and scott's been in major operating rooms and surgery rooms literally physically healing people ain't that right scott
3: yeah, I worked uh, a lot of time, a lot of years working in cath labs and working in uh, different, sur- doing different surgeries, assisting in as a first assistant in surgery. So, um, yeah, lots of different people get healed with surgery. So it's time to see the other side of it. <laughs> I've gotten curious to see what's on the other side instead of just the scientific side. I'd like to see the stuff that like hypnosis and all these other healing modalities that the science doesn't really acknowledge right
1: Right. and so that's what makes this really interesting too is because on one side of the 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 coin we got someone who's been in traditional fields of medicine for years and healing and then on the other side of the coin in the same room we got someone who's doing creative methods like energy healing and what (laughs) do we got together we find out it's the same thing we all want to help people we all want to love and help and help make this a better world ain't that right well put indeed it is Yeah. Yeah, so what else would you like to add, Raj? Is there a way that people can get a hold of you? Let's say they want to get a hold of you. They want to do some Reiki. They want to do some of this emotional code. They want to do whatever or dig into that bag of tools that you got and try some different things combined. How can they reach you?
2: Uh, I have a YouTube channel called Laughing Bunny. So you use the at symbol, the new handles, and that's about balancing your life as an entrepreneur, healer,preneur, whatever you want to call yourself. It's about getting uh, work-life balance so it covers um things like self frequencies binaural beats breath work kind of the whole uh, shebang um there might be a link over to my facebook but you can get me on facebook it's um you got to use my full it's raj kumar dash so r-a-j-k-u-m-a-r dash that's my facebook profile just dm me i've got uh, some black friday deals right now like just almost a steal and um you can choose whatever modality you want.
1: So, are you like connected to a bunny or something like that? What's that all about?
2: So, um, <laughs> when I was a kid, uh, so um, like you know how we had Remembrance Day just a few days ago? Or at least in Canada, we call it Remembrance Day. Here, it's called Veterans. I think Veterans Day, uh, November 11th. So, as uh, growing up in a small town in Canada, uh, I went to in grade school. I went to a school called Colonel John McCrae. He wrote the poem in Flanders Fields and uh, we wore poppies every November, like a poppy kind of, um, uh, you know, uh, the, there's a black center and a green, uh, depending, the old ones, they don't make them the same way anymore. They're hard to find in California, but every November 11th, we'd wear a poppy. Um, and the, uh, sorry, <laughs> I just drew a blank. Uh, pardon me, uh, can you repeat the question?
1: No, I was talking about that connection to the bunnies that you have.
2: Oh, right. So at Colonel John McRae, I think it was a like grade three. My best friend at the time and I were in the play. I was dressed in a bunny suit. And I've got this giant smile on my face. It's it's a black and white photo, but my wife saw it. And when I first got married, I called her Bunny as uh, my nickname for her. She decided to call me Bunny after seeing that. So she calls me Bunny. And I'll tell her stories about uh, my days in Toronto, and they'll start off like sounding like fun, right? And they don't always end that way. But she just she calls me Bunny, and I figure, you know, that I found that photo, and I'm actually happy uh, in that photo. So that's it's kind of a, a kind of a little this, a little of that. So I just use that handle.
1: Nice, nice. Well, I've been called a jackass a few times, but I don't think that
2: is my handle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Scott? You got anything you want to throw on that? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm
3: not going to go near that one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right on. Well, hey, this has been a lot of fun. I've had had quite a bit of fun on this conversation, and we've done quite a bit and dipped into a lot of things. Is there anything either you guys want to throw out here and let our viewers know? Because we got some viewers that have been watching here. We got some followers that are watching. Anything you want to throw out, Adam?
3: Find help with somebody. Go and talk to some. If you, even if you're feeling fine, it there are lots of ways to feel better than just fine. Um, There's no reason that we all can't go around be happy. So find a hypnotist or a facilitator, a healer, a coach. And uh, I don't know of anybody that came with an owner's manual for the human
2: life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I uh, my covenant uh, with a great architect is to spend the rest of my life guiding people to their finding their happiness. Um, one of my other YouTube channels, Happiness Frequency, uh, that's what I'm. Uh, that's kind of like my coaching channel. There's no there's no content on it, but uh, my mission for the remaining... I the remainder of my life is to help people find their happiness frequency and um i do uh if it's okay to mention for veterans um sure. i have a free uh, my brother helped me come up with his name coach's ear 30 minute sessions one per person per week i do have a limit because i do have a business to run but if you find me on facebook you know i uh, uh, you need just someone to talk to mm-hmm. i don't have to do any hypnosis sometimes all you need is someone to talk to and I'm happy to listen. No charge for veterans. Beautiful. That's awesome.
1: Beautiful. Thank you for that. Yeah, Scott, Scott's a veteran. We say thank you for your service, Scott. We certainly appreciate that.
3: And yes, Thanks for that. your support. Yep. It's, it's people like Raj that, that made it all worthwhile.
1: That's right. That's right. So, yeah, so this has been fun. So uh, I guess we're getting ready to wrap it up. Uh, We're all here for one thing, and that's to help each other and, you know, try to be be a light and help shine that light on others. And I think the most healing thing that we can do is let other people smile. That's right. So uh, let's just enjoy the days that we have together. And I hope that you all out there have enjoyed the little trip on the bus. I hope you've enjoyed our interview with Raj. I certainly have. I think it's been great. So remember, please like us, hate us i don't care give us the thumbs up give us the thumbs down it doesn't matter comment follow us share it with others and uh man we'd love to have you back on this bus again and we're glad that you came so thanks for taking the thanks. ride with us today thank you thanks raj we thanks appreciate you being here thank you thank you very much Yes. thank you guys All right night All guys yeah
0: wow what a trip thanks for taking that journey with us today Please like us, share us, and enlighten us with your views of the topics we drove into today. We appreciate you and love reading your comments. Thanks again, and we hope to see you back on the bus next week. That's right.